Oh, my favorite song about me, Mike. I don't know if you, uh, <laughs> me and her, we, we had a thing back in the day. Not too long, just a fling, if you will. But I, you know, she always said I would never write, that she would never write a song about me. But, uh, oh, that's crazy. You know, then yeah. there it happened. I just, you know, I have that impression, I guess. On I, people. I can tell. <laughs> yeah. so. I mean, the song doesn't make sense at all. Because you're so vain, you think the song is about you. Well, it is. Right. <clears throat> well, if it is about you, is it? I don't know. I remember people thinking that that was a genius song, and I never really. I always thought I was kind of repetitive, and uh, the bar was know. low back then. <laughs> That's right. Dude. There were the, a lot fewer geniuses walking around. <laughs> it was the time of disco and Elton John. So uh, lots of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, that's a good good song, dude. Nice stuff. I'm I assume too. Uh, it kind of reminded me of uh, Stephen Crowder, who I haven't seen around in a long time. But he was remember that whole debacle with the Daily Wire. Dude, you just blew my fucking mind when you said that. <laughs> and uh, something like on the playlist somewhere in my Spotify or you know Apple Podcasts, it showed a suggestion to his show, and I. I clicked on it, and he his last thing was when he did his whole spiel ragging on the Daily Wire fellas, and that was back in maybe the second week of January. <clears throat> He's gone. Uh, <laughs> what happened to that dude? Wow. He wrecked his own career through that whole situation. You know what the problem was? He saw, he saw what Kanye did. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, oh, I can take on these Jews, too. Ah, see, he's black. <laughs> It's different if you're black, you know? Oh, my God. You can't yeah, take on the Jews right. if you're just a straight white guy. He timed it poorly. Know? He should have waited, like, two more day- days to see the, uh, you know, the backlash to Kanye. Yeah. <clears throat> he didn't wait. <laughs> Did you see Adidas suffered, like, millions, if not billions of dollars in loss from the uh, the shoes? Oh, the every shoes? Jew that works at Adidas was outside Kanye's house. Like, hey, we forgive you. Come back. <laughs> It's fine. We did it. No, they can't find Kanye. Remember, he's just at a million different locations all at once. Is he really? Well, he's got all these different properties, and uh, this was a story about well, maybe three weeks ago. It floated under the radar outside of maybe our friends at TMZ, but it was kind of like a Kanye. There were people trying to like slap Kanye with lawsuits or do all this stuff, and nobody could find him. And they kept trying to spot him at his various mansions that he owns across the world, but uh, nobody could locate him. So, Kanye, you need to start hiring doubles. Just have them everywhere. (laughs) There was some footage. It was when Biden was there with Zelensky. Uh, some shots came out of Zelensky and his double walking side by side. Really? Yeah, man. So, and look, there's no secret or conspiracy here. All major world leaders for as long as probably time have had doubles. They all do it. Biden has his do his speeches for him when he takes nappy time. <laughs> and man. run the country. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's like three or four of them of Biden. They get paid handsomely. And uh, <laughs> some of them a little more aggressive than others. But, 
You got to bring out the right Biden for the right situation. Well, the guy from that Philadelphia speech got fired. For sure. <laughs> oh, oh, Nazi Biden? Yeah, was that it, was too much. Is that the too one much. with the red house behind him? The red house, yeah. That was, was the craziest he, shit. he literally took uh, lessons from Dwight Schrute. <laughs> You know, the office when, yes, they, when Jim tricked right. him into doing the, <laughs> that's right, the dictator speech. He was like slamming his fist on the podium. It's a great yelling speech. Yelling very loud. Yeah. All to sell paper. Uh, and <laughs> Biden come. It's weird how fast the news cycle rolls. I mean, this administration, are we on what, year two and a half-ish? Is that where we're at? Two? Two plus? So, feels like forever. At some point in the last two years, not the worst point or part of Biden's administration was that moment where he literally did like a Hitler like speech in front of a giant red (laughs) infused house with like soldiers pillared on the either side of him. Uh, They were Marines. Sorry, Marines. I am a certified moron. We all know this by now, but. I don't know how you could confuse it. One's gay, one's not. It's very easy to to spot the Marines. Mike, to both Marines and soldiers, I am the gay one. So uh, (laughs) let's never forget. (laughs) To us, you're the woman. Oh, that's right. Not even gay if we fuck you. you (laughs) Hey, don't confuse me for one of them BTS boys now. All right. (laughs) Although I am shaved. (laughs) <laughs> well, I don't know where to go with that one. <laughs> well, you enlightened me in a couple episodes ago about the modern day male genitalia, you know, man- manscaping practices. I didn't realize oh, yeah. men are going all in and all out on the full scaping. Uh, I got to catch up with the times. I feel like an old man over here. That's fine. You think I'm all right? Yeah, don't worry. I trim in uh, Elvis sideburns. That's what I go with. <laughs> that's, that's what you want. I've been that doing it since want. the 70s. That's what I tell the ladies. Right. <laughs> my, mine matches my head, so it's bald on top but really long on the sides. <laughs> I always include uh, a nice little Fu Manchu for the testicles. Uh, oh, they love yeah, Just keep them warm. <laughs> Did you see those fucking people that went to Mexico and got kidnapped? I was, you know, that's funny. I meant to ask you if we ever talked about it on the show or clipped it. I realize now we, I don't think we did. Never did. Dude, they went down there for a Brazilian butt lift. (laughs) (laughs) BBL. I can only imagine they were accompanied with half the Biden cabinet, you know, just <laughs> all rolling in a in a party bus. Oh, Sam Brighton was just waiting for Sam- the luggage at the airport. <laughs> <laughs> he was in Tijuana, escaped from the law. <laughs> wow, Th- there was a fifth one too. I think more people died than they're letting on. Uh, this. And I've read also that uh, some other people have been kidnapped recently. But so these people were going down to Mexico uh, <laughs> to get themselves a Brazilian butt waxing. Is that correct? No, 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 no. <laughs> butt lift. Oh, the butt lift, where they lift the the butt cheeks up. Uh, yeah. Okay. So this is the effect of Kim Kardashian culture. 
This is the yes, problem. Exactly. Yes. I blame Kim Kardashian for these uh these murders. What? What do you need a What do you need a BBL? A BBL. Brazilian butt lift. Get the fuck out of here. Well, Mike, many people accuse Lizzo of getting a BBL. <laughs> Don't you remember that clip? <laughs> what? You had to explain to me what a BBL was in that episode. <laughs> because Lizzo, uh, she was in a thong uh, at the beach, dancing and slapping her ass in front of the camera, saying... The, how dare we accuse her of getting a, B, a BBL? No, no, she did not, Frank. A Brazilian butt lift, they like cut a piece out, then they lift the skin. Oh, God. Right? Okay. And then they have to like hang it on the skin. Like, that's a lot of weight oh, on man. Lizzo, dude. You got to hang that from a fucking I beam. Like, there's no <laughs> way. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're going to have to bring in some contractors for this one, actually. <laughs> I'm going to need a structural engineer <laughs> for this Brazilian butt lift, dude. <laughs> I mean, that's a lot of weight to lift up. You do remember that clip, right? It was her in the bikini. Uh, I try she, to forget all those little clips. I I have a special place in my uh, chamber, my memory bank for the Lizzo in your stuff. Spank bank. I you gross it's, fuck. That's right. Well, I like the I like the big ones. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that large coffee, Mike. It's more cushion for that pushing. We all know it. Come on, my friend. No. That's, so, that's suffocating right there. <laughs> that's, Lizzo, though, in that clip, specifically mentioned the accusations online of her BBL, her Brazilian butt lift. <laughs> How dare you? That's a natural. That's a natural body, my friend. Oh, your ass naturally sags to the floor. I couldn't tell. <laughs> Could have sworn a surgeon did that. Jesus this, Christ. This, we've gone so far, so far. So uh, these ladies, uh, uh, were there any fellas in this car? Was it just a lady car? No, no, there were like guys with them. They were the, they were going to protect right. them. Yeah. Oh, well, all right, nice job. Because you, you know, when you're driving into a city where 30 men with machine guns are going to surround your car and open fire, you should bring two brothers. <laughs> That's right. It's all you need. Fucking idiots, dude. Stay in America. Well, this is an interesting phenomenon. People going to Mexico to get these um, medical these uh, cosmetic mes- medical procedures. I actually know someone that went down to Mexico, but they were from Mexico, uh, and they went down to get cheaper, I believe it was like acne medication or something, whereas here it would have cost him... You know, something along the line, you know, well over a hundred dollars a pill or whatever it is. You get into Mexico, same stuff. Uh, you know, it's whatever, ten bucks a pill. And so, but we're talking about a guy from Mexico has family down there. You know what I'm saying? Knows knows what he's doing, where he's going. These people sound like a bunch of idiots who found out on a TikTok that you can go down there and get a cheap butt lift. So they went down there to get the cheap butt lift, but they ended up getting ransacked by some uh, gangs. <laughs> that, that <laughs> oh, they, lifted, they lifted the butt, the legs, the, everything, oh, the whole body. Man. Got lifted onto the truck. <laughs> so the the chicks ended up surviving, right? I, if I understand, didn't they? They, got, they, got, they were brought back. Yeah, apparently, I don't know. I think we got him back. 
Yeah, I know some of them came back. The dudes. No, no, I think it was a dude and a chick survived, and then two dudes got killed. Yeah, well, that's a bummer. Uh, it's unfortunate. I'm assuming more people are doing this than we realize, is my point. Oh, for sure. That's why the cartel was like, we need to start kidnapping these people. Yes! They got money. When are Americans going to wake up to the fact that Mexico is incredibly corrupt and it is run by these cartels? When will Americans realize everybody hates you because you have it so fucking good? Yes! All you do is complain and complain and complain. We have it so fucking good that literally everybody hates us for it. That's a great call, man. You know what I mean? Which is why it's so so bizarre. Dude, this guy uh, that I work with, his, his, his family came from Cuba. Did I talk about this? It's possible, but we got a dude from Cuba. I imagine he likes this country better than Cuba. Dude, so the family comes from Cuba, and he was saying that the first thing that they always do is whenever somebody comes from Cuba is they just take them to the grocery store, and the, the, they, they, like, start to cry. Wow! They, like, they cannot believe how much food we have. Like, not only do you have food, you have options. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. I mean, our food supply is pretty impressive compared to most places. Um, Unbelievable. Dude, go, go find a Costco anywhere. That's yeah. like not America. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, don't, I don't really go to most Costco's. Um, I was just actually kind of in my head thinking about how if you were in California, you know, pretty soon you can't go to Walgreens, Walmart, Costco. <laughs> everything's going <laughs> to be run out of town, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, California is quickly becoming a third world country. Yeah. <laughs> it's a beautiful place. Hopefully it descends into mad- madness, gets wiped out, and then uh, we can sweep, uh, swoop in and get some nice property, you know? <laughs> Dude, but you know the saddest part? <laughs> the guy said when he goes to visit the family in oh, yeah. uh, Cuba. So they apparently they have stores that do have stuff. But the people aren't allowed to go there. Wow. The Cubans aren't allowed to go there. They have to go to the communist shops. Oh, vaccine passports. I knew it. <laughs> well, that's just because it's a communist country. So they have to go to the shop. The tourists can go to the tourist stores, but the, the wow, people have to man. go. So they, have, they literally, the government controls everything they do. This is the worst part. He said when they go there, it's like a pass for the family where they can now have whatever they want in their house. Oh, like the, wow. So, <laughs> so me, so me and you go there. We're staying with this family. We're gonna go to the store. We're gonna bring them. We're gonna buy whatever we want: beer, chips, whatever, dude. And these people can enjoy it. They can even have whatever they want. But the minute we leave, the government's coming through the house, and everything has to go. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. So you just get that little taste while the family's there, and then you got to go back to like just nothing. Yeah, it's pretty that's- good over here, folks. Yeah, that's communism there, Bernie Sanders. Bernie, Mr. I want to yeah. I want to tax 90%. He was on Bill Maher a couple of weeks ago. Uh Bill kind of took him to task a few times on a few of those socialist policies. Bernie did not fare very well in those arguments. He Dude, he admitted he would tax you 90% if you make a certain amount of money. Yeah, that is insane. I mean, that's grounds for leaving the country. At that point, I'd be like, I'm out of here. I'm going to go somewhere else, man. You know, they're selling houses for a dollar in Calabria. 
What we need to, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm gonna go to somewhere less corrupt. Let me go to southern Italy. Let me go to southern Italy. Jesus fucking Christ, dude. No, at what point does it go from taxing to just thievery? Oh, we're there now. I guarantee you, I'm getting nothing back on my tax returns, and I pay almost 50% of my fucking paycheck to this stupid ass state that does nothing for me. So, oh, you don't pay 50%. We're getting there. <laughs> I'm saying we're getting there because we're we're hitting the 30 to 40 range and you keep they keep adding more shit. You can't just keep adding taxes. Yeah. Yeah, without taking some away. Like where the fuck is all this money going? It's lining pockets somewhere. I'm glad the oh. uh I'm glad the BIPOC tranny gets to open up a dispensary in downtown Denver where nobody can afford to live or shop anymore. Congratulations, assholes. You really created a fantastic economy out here. Morons. Yeah, well, that's just like Chicago, man. You gotta grease a thousand palms just to do any business here. You know? I. It, what are you gonna do when it's not worth it anymore? It's not worth it. <laughs> right on board with that, honestly. I, again, I think that's why everyone's migrating south. Uh, that dude from Shark Tank, he's right on the money, and the people on the left who live in these major cities don't understand. These elitists who live in these major cities who shit on all the people below them don't realize that these people below them someday will just stop being there. Yeah. They'll go somewhere else where the jobs are plentiful. We have options. Just take a look at fucking Detroit. Speaking of jobs, dude, they're about to open up like 10,000 in Alaska. Really? What's going on in Alaska, man? hey We're about to drill, baby, drill. Folks, <laughs> somebody read the docket. That's how you score an excellent segue right there. Beautiful job, my man. Appreciate it. Alaska, Mike, we are drilling. The Biden administration has to. This is incredible. All the Karens are uh, losing their minds. Uh, oh, Greta's on the boat already. How dare you? <laughs> We're gonna... She broke out of prison with Justin Tate. I can't wait to see her uh, get arrested in Anchorage by a couple of moose. It's going to be fantastic. <laughs> Here we go. A source confirms to ABC News that the Biden administration will approve an $8 billion plan for new drilling on Alaska's North Slope. The White House saying the decision hasn't been made yet. ABC's Ike Jachi joins us now live from Washington, where that move would be sure to anger environmentalists. Ike, good morning. Good morning, Janae. A source tells us the administration is expected to move forward with this project, but the White House saying there is no final decision. It's one of the most consequential climate decisions of the Biden administration. The Willow Project, an enormous $8 billion drilling mission, would take place in the north slope of Alaska, drilling oil on the largest undisturbed plot of public land in the United States. The Bureau of Land Management claims the project is expected to pump out 600 million barrels of crude oil over a 30-year period and could generate between 8 and $17 billion in new revenue for the federal government 
and for the state of Alaska. Experts also say the Willow Project could create as many as 2,500 jobs. Now, Alaska lawmakers, as well as the oil industry, have been lobbying for President Biden to reapprove the project, saying it will help keep oil prices low by boosting domestic production, especially as Russia's war in Ukraine affects global oil prices. But critics and environmentalists are furious and frustrated about the project's expected carbon footprint. According to the Interior Department, the project could produce upwards of 9.2 million metric tons of carbon pollution each year. Activists have started a change.org petition asking the project to be stopped. It's such has a bullshit number. Million signatures. Today, and we will. Oh, incredible. And we just, what was that? Oh, we just got breaking news. Uh, Greta Thunberg is on her private jet flying over there right now. <laughs> She's very upset. No, but th that number about pumping, this is going to pump CO2 in the air. Dude, if we don't get the oil from there, <laughs> we're going to buy it from Russia or Saudi Arabia, we're, and then we're going to burn it anyway. We're also getting filthy oil from Venezuela right now. Isn't that right? Why is it dirty? Just because it's Hispanic? Well, yeah, I'm a racist. No, I thought it was there was something up with the. Uh, isn't there? A, there's different is types. It dirty? There's different types of oils, and I think that there's better oil out there. And we and now we're getting the. Uh, didn't we resign with the shitty Venezuelan oil? I feel like that was the deal. Is it shittier? I don't. I don't know that. I don't know. Maybe I'm way off. No, it sounds about right. Those Venezuelans. I believe, like, the Saudi oil and, uh, you know, the, the Russian oil. I think that's, like, some good oil, maybe. Well, it's probably easier to drill when it's just, like, empty sand. The Venezuelans got to go into, like, the jungle. Yeah, and I, I, again, maybe there's a lot of other elements to it, like abundance and, yeah, access and whatever it is. Refineries being better, better, regula refining. better regulations on the refining. Uh, and I do think it all comes down to the refining of the oil. <clears throat> yeah, that makes so, sense. I don't know. I'm not an expert on oil. I just know that uh, the fact that the Biden administration... Okay, what is the tally now? What's the check? We love to check boxes with the Bidens. Uh, what is the checkbox now on everything they promised and totally backtracked on? Oh, you're starting to be more Trump than Trump. You're, you're doing the, the remain in Mexico. You're going to be drilling in Alaska. We are five seconds from Biden coming out and saying, hey, look, folks, we got to make America great again. I don't know, <laughs> I just I don't know how else to put it. All right. <laughs> There's no other way to say it. I came up with a great slogan. <laughs> we were great about three years ago. I don't know what happened. You guys remember what life was like in 2018? We got to make life <laughs> We're going to make America great again, like it was then. That's going to be Joe Biden's slogan. Yeah. <laughs> I can't... I don't know, man. Do you think he's running? No. No, he's not. They haven't announced it yet. It's really weird. He's not. And, uh, and now the excuse on the left is they're waiting to see what the right's going to do. It because... doesn't look good for Trump. I think you're going to see a DeSantis-Haley. Uh, I think that's a really good uh, combo, and the American public wants that. They want, they want new, younger, yeah. newer, more wholesome. 
you know, there's not a lot of like, uh, hey, did you hear what DeSantis's son did in Ukraine with the hookers and the cocaine? I know. You know, like, you don't have any of that going on. <laughs> or like with Haley, like you don't have the, the crooked real estate deals with Haley Jr. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, there's yeah. none, there's just no bullshit. And I'm sure they're they're... They're politicians, so I'm sure there's crap there. There's skeletons in those closets, no doubt, but it's they're younger skeletons, and I, we don't have to, like, you know what I mean? They're not so deep-seated in our culture. <laughs> I, I, we got to get rid of this, these dinosaurs who are just so corrupt, and their families are so just beyond mafioso-like at this point. That Dude, They're the oligarchs. They're no different they, than the Russian yes. oligarchs. Yes. Yes, let's bring in the you know, new younger you oligarchs. Got, you got th- you got this guy. He's the senator, and he's married to the, the heiress of this company. You know what I mean? How it's, it's, many of these people banged Fang Fang, man? Like seriously? <laughs> I think that was just three of them. Just swallow two times. It's a- <laughs> to be fair, uh, Mitch married his hooker. <laughs> Mitch always plays the long game with his spies. Okay, smart. Using bad information. <laughs> Poor Mitch. I don't feel sorry for Mitch at How's all. How's Mitch doing? Oh, Any I forgot news? he had the concussion. Uh, so I don't know if I did broach this at all uh, on the last show, but because we did cover Mitch a bit, um, but he did it's have. Hard to they, get to. They they did admit it was a concussion. We both wagered. We had a debate whether or not it was a sabotage or uh, you know Mitch being drunk. Uh, you know, to be I'm, fair, it could be both. What if he stroked out from a vaccine action? Oh, wow! Out for several days, no real info on it, no pictures. Uh. You know what I'm saying? What if that's Feinstein, too? What if you got three senators out right now for strokes? Stroke outs, man. Bad luck. I don't know. This was a weird one. The more I thought about it, and they kind of brushed it under real quick, and, you know, we're rolling through the weekend. You're not hearing a lot of a lot of info on Mitch. He's kind of a big player in the Senate. <laughs> Still, I think it was sabotage. It was too, much, too many eyes on the Democrats. Oh, so you, had the ha- you had the hammer guy with Mr. Pelosi. You, know, wow. you had Sam Britton. You had yeah, Fetterman man. in the hospital, Feinstein in the hospital. Like, it was just too much. Do you think hammer time in the Pelosi residence was inner sabotaging going on within the Democratic Party to get Nancy out? Maybe. Oh, I think there was a little squad action behind that one, if I want to put my oh, tinfoil A-O-Che? hat on you. A-O-Che. She got spicy with her role there in the Congress. <laughs> she, she went caliente. Uh, calientex. Calient, calienta. You know, nobody knows anymore. We have no yeah. idea how to use language. They've ruined language. <laughs> Oh, man, good call, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so, yeah, that was a little thing I was kind of uh, throwing around my head there, a little stroke action on McConnell. Uh, Very possible. I still hold on to the theory Fetterman uh, double-stroked and maybe he's continuously in and out of consciousness. I think the dude is virtually brain-dead, maybe even a vegetable at this point. Did you see the picture they released? No, I didn't. 
Then they released one picture of him in the hospital. I don't believe him. it. Nah, I don't believe it. it. No, no, it's him holding a piece of paper and looking at it. And they're like, see? He's perfectly fine. He's reading. He's looking he's fine. It's like, it's a picture, dude. He's just looking at the fucking paper. Yeah, no, nobody's buying the depression bullshit. And he looks like he lost about 100 pounds. <laughs> I don't know. I don't trust any picture of this guy. I don't trust images from our government anymore. I don't trust video evidence from our government, and I don't trust pictures. I think with the technology we have, with the deep fake technology we have, how can we possibly trust anything they are showing us? Yeah, that's true. There's just no way. I have maybe that's maybe that's why they got rid of Epstein. They're like, we don't even need this guy anymore. We can just make the videos. That wow. Oh, that's chilling, and that's a great call. Wow, they get you in the room and they're like, uh, "Hey, sorry, uh, we made this video, but <laughs> yeah, we could just pay the kids for their the pay the kids' parents for the likeness of the kid, put them in this <laughs> right. video." There was an interview with Judge Napolitano uh, from Fox News. Um, how he was talking about Trump and how Trump had promised it was part of his campaign, apparently, and he promised it a little bit into his presidency that he would reveal and allow to pass the JFK files. And then according to the judge, when he asked Trump about it at the end of his presidency and why he never released it, Trump said, if you saw what I saw, you would not have released it either. Oh, no way. Yeah, man. And that is a theory I have held to for a long time now, which is you win the presidency, whether it be they manipulate the system because you're part of the machine or you're a Trump and you just happen to sneak in there. They sit you down no matter what, and they show you something. I don't know what it is, but they show it to you. They show you your death in the future. (laughs) They... I think they show you something with Kennedy because Kennedy was the last president to go against the machine. And I think they show you they show you something with fucking Kennedy and every president plays ball. That's literally what happens. What can it be? It's it's the shot. I think they have the footage of when they took him out and they show you and they tell you why. They show the the real gun. Maybe they even show you the alien pictures, and they you know they give you you know ideas of all these other secret programs. Not all of them, but some. And they say, "Look, here's the deal. This is what's going on. This is who's running the show. You want to spill the beans? This is what happens." Uh. That's. I mean, come on, that's the coup d'etat. That's what happened here with Johnson and Bush and the CIA and taking over in the 60s, and everything about our world dramatically changed after that. Everything. Yeah, it really Late 60s, then, you and I both are on the same train, shockingly, that all of a sudden you get the acid party experiments and the Grateful Dead. Culture descends into madness. The country splinters into many different fractions. There's no more unity. Hmm. Pretty crazy stuff. 
That's really crazy to think about. And every time our culture seems to almost come back to a, a centralized point where we're together on something, some other dramatic event just cuts us to pieces. Lately, though, the it's the race stuff and, and the wokeism. It, it's just the most infectious disease culturally, and it is it, it's unbelievable the divisions it has ca- caused, you know. The fact that it's controversial for someone like Ron DeSantis to say, like, I don't want you guys giving hormone treatments to kids in third grade. Is that really controversial? Like, really? Like, <laughs> like, we used to live in a society where we could all agree on it, regardless of our religion, race, ethnicity, political backgrounds. Like, that was a unified theory amongst all of us. Let's leave the kids alone. Oh, and if yeah, you fuck with kids. They were the most, <laughs> most precious. Yes. Don't fuck with the kids. That used to be our big thing. Now it's like, oh, you don't want to fuck with the kids? You're a bigot. (laughs) How do we we go down that road? What a cultural rot. You don't want your kid at this drag show? You bigot. What are you, a homophobe? (laughs) We live in a weird world, and you brought it up in the last episode, how um, there's this strange lack of respect even for parents, man. And I don't know if you caught our favorite role model of them all. My Colin Kaepernick did an interview about his parents, man. I think he's got some sort of book out, like a kid's graphic novel or something he's promoting. Uh, And it's about him, you know, everything is. And uh, Colin Kaepernick, man, I want to listen to it and then... We'll discuss how I feel about him and his parents. Why doesn't he go away? High school coming of age story. His journey embracing his blackness, despite resistance from many, (laughs) including his white adoptive parents. I know my parents love me, but there were still very problematic things that I went through. I think it was important to show that, no, this can happen in your own home. And how we move forward collectively while addressing the racism that is being perpetuated. He took cues from his icon, basketball star Allen Iverson, who he said wore his blackness like a suit of armor. And teenage Kaepernick wanted cornrows to match. He's getting what roles, his mom asked? Oh, your hair's not professional. Oh, you look like a little thug. Your mom become. said that to you. Yeah. And oh my God. those become spaces where it's like, okay, how do I navigate this situation now? But it also is informed why I have my hair long today. The grown-up version of Eve wanted to go back in time and give young Colin a lot of hugs. And I was really moved and saddened by the level of kind of self-awareness that he had to develop at a very young age without a lot of guidance. These people adopted him and gave him an opportunity in life to become a professional athlete in the NFL and make millions of dollars. How dare they... Tell him to look more professional, which is something all parents tell their fucking kids, man. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, and everything you fucking say, it sounds to me like you were very lucky to yes. be adopted by a great family yeah. and have a great childhood. Yes. How about, <laughs> how about instead of crying because you thought there might have been a racist clerk at a hotel? How about you just appreciate the fact that you were adopted by a family that signs you up for a traveling baseball <laughs> league and then takes you around to stay in hotels and go to tournaments? Like, what the fuck is you ungrateful little prick? You know what? This reporter, this reporter or interviewer should say, Colin, 
Can you imagine your life had your parents not adopted you? <laughs> wow. And where wow. you would have been? And the opportunities afforded to you in that lifeline? Yeah, dude. Have, have you thought of that, Colin? You ungrateful brat? You unbelievable piece of yeah. shit, in my opinion. These people adopted Seriously. you, welcomed the, you into their home, and, and gave, nurtured you and gave you a life opportunity unlike most people are afforded. And then you turn around after you went to college, got drafted to play in the NFL, made millions of dollars, not just from the NFL. No, no, you weren't good enough to play. And when you realized it, you staged a buffoonery act that just caught on. And then you signed a million dollar contract with Nike. And you turn around after all that and you're like saying your parents didn't love you. They were problematic. Problematic. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Fuck man. you. Your parents should go on national television and say, oh, we're the parents of Colin Kaepernick, and he can go fuck himself. That's what they should yeah, say. Yeah, seriously. What is this? Dude, this is what you were talking about with that story, plumbing in the school. People having no respect for the life yeah. they are given. No appreciation for anything. Holy crap, dude, did you hear the, the music? And, and then this woman, this wife of his at the end, like, oh, I wish I could go back and hug this kid. Really? Because he had a fucking really good life, man. Are you You serious? wanted to hug that kid? Well, you would have had to get in line between, behind his two loving parents, probably had loving <laughs> grandparents, who were all hugging him constantly. Problematic that his mom said, don't look like a thug? Uh, all parents said that. When their kids came home with Jenkos. Yeah. <laughs> really? Every parent said, really? you look like a thug. Damn, dude. I remember in the army, I was with a guy. We served together, and he went from foster home to foster home. Never got adopted. Didn't know what to do when he was 18, so he joins the army. And I remember when I was getting ready to leave, he, I was like starting the out process, and he re-enlisted for like six, seven more years. And I was like, you're really going to re-enlist? And he literally just said, I got nowhere to go. Like, he would, when he would do vacations, he would go to other people's families for Christmas and stuff. Wow. Like, he literally had nothing. I think now he's married and he's got his kids and everything, but it's like... But Colin Kaepernick's yeah. a loser. Colin Kaepernick, that, that kid would have loved to be adopted. He's a know? loser. He's a race-baiting loser. That's who Colin Kaepernick is. And what do you think this is going to get you? You, you know, you just like Megan and uh, Harry, you guys now shit on your family. That's it. You're done. Oh, yes. <laughs> Did you hear about them? They, uh, they knighted or princed or princessed their daughter. They gave her like a royal label. I thought they live in America. I thought you gave it up, man. Isn't it like once yeah, you're you- in America, <laughs> man? We ain't got no royalty. Unless your name is Bush. What's with uh. this shitty? Like, like Colin Kaepernick, how's Thanksgiving now? Doesn't sound too fun. That's gonna be awkward this year. <laughs> you learn national television. It's gonna be a little called your awkward. Parents racist. How many times has he gone on national TV and called his parents racist? He did a whole Netflix special, basically <laughs> making his parents look like these racist <laughs> hicks. Okay, Colin. Uh, I'm gonna guess dark meat only. Uh... <laughs> it's so unreal with this guy. 
He's horrible. He literally yeah, horrible represents person. this modern generation currently, and it's a multi generational well, thing. This, at this, this point. is what happens when it when you, you like everybody praises the victim. Like it literally now, the best thing you could be in this world is a victim. That's exactly so even, it. Even guys who have been so lucky their entire lives, they have to find a reason why they are too a victim. Fucking you know? victim. If we live in a world where Harry's a victim and Colin Kaepernick is a victim, then we have lost all meaning of the word victim. Wow. Wow. Good call and right on the money, dude. What fucking world is this where Harry... <laughs> what's his last name? We... <laughs> Dingleberry. And then uh, Prince of Dingleberry. What is their last name? Dingle Prince of Berries, and then uh, you have Colin Kaepernick. They're the victims of our... They're the male victims in modern society. In the, in the meantime, Ice Cube grows up in South Central LA and just starts a fucking <laughs> media enterprise. Ice Cube also started three-on-three basketball and also stood up for his morals and turned down a million-dollar contract for a movie because he didn't want to get vaccinated. I believe it was $9 million. Nine million dollars. No chump yeah. change, my friend. Once heard that guy complain about his parents. I, I can't get over this. I like. Wow, are you splitting hairs to victimize yourself, man? And let's not lose track of the fact that again, adopted. What would what world was your non-adopted world like? It wasn't this. Yeah, dude. I promise you that. So to have, I don't know. It's just very selfish. Uh, it's dude, so like narcissistic. A, it's disgusting. And Mike, here's you the, <laughs> here's the thing, right? All you want to be is black. You're this black man. You're so proud of black. And these white parents are the worst because they're white and they feel you the racism. And it's like, dude, the only black person that has anything to do with you in your life was your fucking black father. You had a white mother and a black father, and all he did was fuck your mom and leave. <laughs> Right? I guess. Dude, your, I don't know. Your white mother, your white mother, instead of going and getting abortion, halves you and then puts you up for an adoption where this white family adopts you. And all you can do now is shit on white people. And these people are the worst because they're white and adopt. Dude, go fuck yourself. Oh, it seems to me like yes. nobody in your life that was white hurt you in any way. No. I think Colin Kaepernick. Unfortunately for him, is the poster child for wokeism, and he went too far. And yeah. you've accused everyone of being racist, and they're the people who helped you out the most through life. It's yeah, that's outrageous. When a prince and a prince, when a legitimate prince and princess are victims, we've jumped the shark. Yes, that is you. that is it, dude. This is this is too much. Oh, I'm when, glad you're on board with that, dude. Colin Kaepernick, the, I love it. The NFL quarterback is a victim. Of his childhood? Being oh. adopted. The, the fact you say adoption, story ends. I don't feel sorry for you. You literally were lifted out of shittiness and poverty and, and alone, you know, 
Happy ending. Was it perfect? Was Probably it? not. Nobody's childhood is, buddy. No, but dude, I mean, kind of a perfect ending if you think about it. I mean, like I said, million dollar Nike contract. He played football in the NFL. Like, to me. Went to college. Like you kind of lived a fucking awesome life. Like maybe. And I mean, at, the, at this point, your professional race beating career has been longer than your NFL career. That's what I'm so saying. you've done more interviews now on CBS about being, uh, yeah, you know what oppressed by society <laughs> than you did when you were playing football for the NFL. The, the fucking guy was in the Super Bowl. Is this guy for real? It's insane. At least he got rid of the fro. He finally realized how stupid he looked. <laughs> well, I can't dude. It's baiting. It's uh, trying to make people, I don't know. It's weird. He kind of did go quiet there after that uh, ridiculous show on Netflix and uh, I think his Nike thing kind of faded. It didn't really make a lot of sense. There were all these little pushes each offseason heading into football to get Kaepernick out there, and it just never never happened, unfortunately. No, he wasn't that good. Uh, Kaepernick's career just collapsed, uh, much like most uh, banks are uh, collapsing right now, Mike. And I don't know if you are up to date on the biggest news of maybe the year, maybe a taste of things to come. I recommend everyone pull that cash, right? We got to do the bank run. Here we go. Bank run. Tonight, increasing fallout following the historic collapse of Silicon Valley Bank. Are you an Etsy seller and didn't get paid today? Neither did I. The demise of the nation's 16th largest bank, and once a titan in the world of tech startups, wreaking havoc, including for sellers who use e-commerce site Etsy. The company acknowledging some users aren't getting paid because it distributed money through SVB. Like I'm freaking out. Those funds feed my family and pay my bills. Amanda Nielsen runs her handmade soaps business through Etsy. Seems a little unfair, doesn't it? It does seem unfair. It really does. <laughs> she says she's no longer receiving deposits, though Etsy says it expects to pay sellers via other payment partners within the next several business days. I had no idea this was going to affect me. Silicon Valley Bank's failure was the largest in the U.S. since the 2008 financial crisis. Earlier this week, the bank took a loss of $1.8 billion on the sale of bonds, fueled in part by the Federal Reserve's rapid interest rate increases. As fear set in, Customers rushed to withdraw $42 billion in deposits by Friday morning. And they, there's these lines they're showing in this clip of literally wrapping around the banks, people waiting in rain, and they're not getting let in. There's no money to give them. It's, it, it's pretty frightening, really. Uh, I mean, this might not be isolated, man. The bank had failed. The market did not respond like they thought, and the ramifications were that they ran, were running out of money. For companies that had money at SVB, on Monday, the FDIC will provide insured depositors up to $250,000. And then anything after that, unfortunately, you will have to wait. Some companies now Oof. scrambling for access to cash. New York-based toy store Camp issuing this email to its customers, begging for help, saying, we had most of our company's cash assets at a bank, which just collapsed and offering a 40% discount for those using the promo code BANKRUN. 
And George, we have new reporting tonight about internal payments at Silicon Valley Bank. Yeah, that's right, Jose. CNBC is reporting that bank employees were paid their annual bonuses just hours before federal regulators took over on Friday. Now, sources say uh, some of those were scheduled for that day, but the optics here are to look past. Oh, yeah. Not only that, like uh, two weeks before this happened, uh, they dumped their stocks on this shit. No, of course. Of course. Of course, of course dude. Wow, if those you, shady fucks. If you want to know what's going to happen, just pay attention to who dumps stocks. And then dump away, my friends. <laughs> yeah. Usually starts with a Pelosi. That's right. There's usually a Pelosi behind it. So uh, there was another bank uh, that collapsed also this weekend. Uh, I missed the name. I know. Yeah, I know. I heard it too. But dude, these banks don't really matter. I know they're very low on the list, but uh, did you see the graphs going around showing the major five banks or whatever? They all uh, dropped dramatically. We're talking, I think, what, billions um, in revenue. Uh, So it wasn't a good weekend. And uh, basically, I think people are kind of anticipating, you know, some sort of major event stock market wise here as a result. So. We should see by the time this episode ends, uh, it could be the apocalypse and end of the world. Maybe we won't be, <laughs> won't even be able to put it out on our uh, hosting service, right? Who well, knows? Thanks for uh, enjoying the end of the world with the dude, man. It was a, it was a pleasure. And so, right. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, it's been a privilege and an honor to serve, <laughs> serve with you. Oh, well, I got nothing else to say, so I'll just go with uh, that'll do, pig, and. Uh, we'll- <laughs> Call it there. (laughs) Yeah, so, I mean, if you were perusing the interwebs this weekend, man, doom and gloom, they're saying maybe Bank of America could fail and all this stuff. You know, when 2008 occurred, there was a similar occurrence in March. I can't remember the bank itself offhand, but there was... A collapse, and then it took till about around September, I think, if I'm not mistaken, uh, for everything to really kind of hit hit the fan. Whoa. So um, maybe a lot of a lot of speculation out there currently is we are just seeing a precursor to some sort of 2008 esque event uh, that will kind of build and uh, you know reveal its yeah. ugly face somewhere in the fall. <clears throat> Yeah, the housing market's starting to slip. It's a bit of a bubble. I think this is mainly a tech bubble, though. I mean, that's what. Yeah, for it, dude, it was too inflated. It, it was. I mean, crazy. guys were starting up a company. We're gonna track sh- shit in San Francisco. Oh my God! Here's a hundred million dollars <laughs> invested. You know, and just the salaries of people who were just like coders, which could probably be done by AI at this point, were making six figures off the bat, man. AI, what? dude, you get a Ukrainian for ten G's a year. <laughs> that's right. I forgot. (laughs) Heard about these Ukrainians? They're dying for work. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Or the Indians. I mean, you know. (laughs) Programs might smell a little, but they'll work just as good. (laughs) That's right, dude. (laughs) Uh, So I don't know. What do you think, man? End of the world scenario? Not really. Uh, much. It's, it's no, no, no. It's it's like you can't just look at this one factor. 
Like this in itself is not really that big of a deal, but when you look at everything that's been happening, inflation they can't get under control. That's right. You know what I mean? Um, you have, I think you have massive bubbles in real estate, in the tech sector. Oh yeah. You know, it's it's not. It's just right. not sustainable. The growth, anyways. Hard times ahead. That's what it's looking like. We'll have to yeah, devalue the dollar, right? That's what's going gonna... to... I'm not smart enough to know what to do. I'm just a plumber. Yeah, well, uh, we're starting to look like those other countries pretty soon um, where everyone withdraws all their money, then there's no money at all, and uh, it's all worthless, right? And you're paying like a, a wheelbarrow full of cash for a loaf of bread. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. I got my wheelbarrow ready. <laughs> Perfect. That's why you need to buy gold. I mean, is it too late? Are we at the point where you you've missed the boat on the the prepping for the uh, calamity to come? The the you know, yeah. the end of the world. I, I uh, saw a lot of apolo- is, yeah. you know apocalyptic shit going on this weekend. It, it seemed a little more over the top than usual. I peruse the conspiracy uh, you know sites all the time. People were a little extra over the top. I mean, really kind of freaking out. Um, and f- from my perspective, I just felt this is a little maybe currently isolated a little to uh, California. We have no idea how this is going to, re- you know, what the reaction will be worldwide, right? Like throughout the week. Uh, there was a clip going around this weekend. It was a meeting held in November, and it was the heads of all the banks and the banking system. All, and they were discussing how they would break the news of the collapse of the banking system to the world, and how they would have to do it like on a Friday and like do like a slow kind of roll. So people, I think, were maybe thinking, "Here we go." This could be the beginning of the end, or. Yeah. Well, the centralized banking, digital, you know, digital banking system. This is kind of where the idea that you know the current the currency currently that we're using it's just it, it's destroyed. We've ruined the whole market. Uh, so they're gonna usher in now this digital currency world where uh, we are essentially enslaved to our cell phones. So should be <laughs> should be a good time. Should be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Um, our overlords, I assume, will be, be kind enough to allow us to eat Taco Bell and uh, all the other various fast food joints. So that should be good times. Head my yeah. all, dude. Yeah. yeah, as long as I get the Taco Bell, you know. <laughs> It'll be bug, burrito. bug burgers and burritos. And, uh, well, I'll be eating crickets and cockroaches. It'll be fantastic. <laughs> Can't wait. It's getting a little creepy, I think if the money starts to collapse and, you know, money and currency and how we um, kind of economically operate, it's based on an idea and trust, essentially, right? And once that trust evaporates, uh, the the house of cards really crumbles right there. Yeah, yeah, because that's really what it is, a house of cards. Sure, but we've lived generation upon generation on it. Is it truly collapsible at any moment? Mm. Generation on generation, yeah, I guess a couple gener three generations. Maybe the scam went into effect around Nixon when he 
took us off the gold standard. Yeah, right? for sure. And so that's when it went into place. And this scam, let's say, held out about 50 years. Yeah. Fair enough, to, right? But it, it didn't last. It can't last maybe longer than that. Maybe you're right on the money. Folks, get that gold, baby. Oh, it's going to be the only thing that could save you. Gold is gone, right? Isn't it all uh, hoarded up and all the major players got the real stashes? And I, Do we even have the most gold in the world now in America? I don't think so. Uh, yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. I That's rem- a really good question. I wonder who has the most. Fort Knox, still a thing. Remember the Fort Knox? Isn't that the gold reserve? Yeah. Didn't they move it, or am I uh, letting Hollywood mess with my brain? I believe Die Hard 3 uh, is based <laughs> around stealing the gold that's underneath Wall Street. <laughs> Am I correct? Uh, yeah, Die Hard. I forgot about the Die Hard. Die Hard 3. Uh, the die, documentary. Die Hard with a Vengeance, uh, where they they steal the... I, I guess they, they don't claim it's Fort Knox, but they like I think they say it's like almost like Fort Knox or maybe comparable. I don't know. I don't it's been a it's long like time. the New York Reserve or some shit. So do we have gold like in major cities like that, kind of stored away? And there's no way, right? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. That's what I'm saying, man. Everyone got real quiet on gold. And then gold became kind of like a uh, conspiracy nut job thing or like a right-wing gun-toting backcountry focal yokel kind of deal. Uh, the Alex Jones crowd were the gold people, right? Gold and yeah. silver. Maybe even the uh, Blaze TV, Glenn Beck folk. But... Maybe you're right. Maybe we need to get that gold, or it's too late. Is gold more expensive now than it was, you know, five years ago, ten years ago? Did it? Oh yeah. I th- I thought it peaked a little and then saw a major dip recently. Yeah, it did. It's hard know. to say. Yeah, it used to be around a thousand. Now I think you're at like eighteen hundred. Mike, you were always my go-to on the gold silver uh, expertise. I felt like uh, uh, I'm not the expert. Well, you're a man who has a little bit of an investment in the realm, so I always assumed you to be, uh, you know, the guy who knew the deal. No. <laughs> no, I don't have nothing. I think the most valuable thing to have now would be the silver tongue, like from The Simpsons, right? They reveal Jebediah Smith. Jebediah, yeah. He's got oh, this. Yeah. Isn't it a silver tongue? That would be a very valuable asset to have these days. Get yourself a silver tongue, people. <laughs>